0: What's up beautiful people welcome back to the made to excel fitness podcast the fitness podcast for you by you I'm your host as always Mark Torres and in today's episode episode eight We're going to talk about six tips on how to know when to change up your workout program Let's talk about it What it do, what it be, welcome to the show. I don't know why I just said what it do, what it be. I've lost control, but uh, today is Monday, April 27th. Uh, today's episode is an exciting episode because today's episode is a rare episode where it is something that you can put into use right now. Um, and if you've listened to previous episodes of the podcast or you've followed me in any capacity, YouTube, Instagram, whatever, you know that a lot of my fitness content is very conceptual, right? There's an overlying theme, Um, and depending on your circumstance these themes affect you differently right so I don't talk about specifics much because there's too many variables too many variables like last week's episode was about fitness and happiness Uh, for some people happiness might be going balls to the wall in your workouts five six seven days a week um, and just really grinding hard when it comes to fitness that might bring that person maximal joy but for other people they might not be so enthused about fitness um, in that they've got to make some sacrifices in order to make progress in their fitness journey But they've got to limit the amount of sacrifices that they make in order to keep their overall happiness intact, right? So there's two different uh, there's a lot of different variables that go into that. So I can't go into specifics You've got to understand the overlying concept and how it applies to you same thing with episode 5 or yeah episode 5 Um, you know, losing weight and building muscle at the same time, if you're a person who is getting ready for a competition and you've got a very hard uh, time frame that you've got to meet, um, you're going to approach that much differently than somebody who has all the time in the world, Um, you know, so very different circumstances and I have to talk about an overall concept and you have to find out how that applies to you. But in today's episode, we're going to go into specifics and this is something that you can apply right here, right, not right here, right now because you're listening to a podcast, but you can apply right now into your own fitness programs. And in today's episode, we're gonna talk about, uh, there's six tips that I have for you guys to know when to change your workout programs and how to change your workout programs. Uh, And in today's podcast episode, we'll go through the first four, uh, and then tips five and six can be found on the accompanying article on mtfit.com on Wednesday. So let's hop right into it. So, first and foremost, this podcast is really going to be tailored to, um, you know, if you're a person who is working with a personal trainer, I can only assume that whoever your trainer is has these built in changes already into your programming and you probably don't have to worry about it too much, or they're at least around you enough to know uh, and to recognize when a change is needed for you, right? But for people who are following a program that doesn't have any built-in changes or you're kind of just um, guessing and, and kind of you know going in there blind and just doing random things in the gym, um, then this podcast is for you. Um, and so tip number one, let's just go right into it. Uh, tip number one to knowing when it's time to make a change is when you start to plateau. Uh, and if you have been working out in any sort of capacity, you can probably remember the first you know few weeks after you just started working out and you can remember that you were probably making tons of progress in the beginning right you were getting stronger every day you were losing a bunch of weight really quickly um, you know you were building muscle very quickly and eventually once those beginner gains go away you plateau right you stop making as much progress or progress at all um, depending on how you go about it right so you hit a plateau you stop making progress and it's not you're, you're not hitting a plateau because you stopped working out altogether. You're still working out, but the gains have slowed down. The progress has slowed down. And that's just your body's way of saying that you've adapted to your way of training, right? So plateau is, you know, flag, red flag number one in your mind um, when it's time to change up a workout, right? If you've been training for a long time and you've made tons of progress and that progress has slowed down, it's time for a change and it's time for uh, uh, a difference. It's time for a shot of new juice into your workout program not new juices and steroids (laughs) you know i don't know why i said that but you know it's time for something new um, in your workout program so tip number one is if you're experiencing a plateau that is a big big um, sign for you to think about changing up your program so tip number one plateau tip number two um one of the tip number two is um keeping a journal and The reason I say keeping a journal is if you're a person who kind of goes in randomly um, or you're very set in your ways, you can very easily get to the point where you're doing the same thing in the gym over and over and over and over again. And I think I've said this story on the podcast. If not, I maybe said it somewhere else or I had a dream where I said it. I don't know. Maybe it was in my imagination. But um, when I was at the gym, I had somebody come up to me and you know 95 percent of the people that come up to me in the gym are people who are new to the gym they don't know how the machines work they don't know the different equipment they're very very much so beginners and they just don't have any clue on how to use anything but this particular person said i've been to the gym for a long time i feel very comfortable with all the equipment but i've stopped making progress they hit a plateau tip number one they hit a plateau um and it's my job to figure out why they hit that plateau And I asked that person, so what are you doing specifically in the gym? And they said, well, you know, for leg day, I do squats, I do forward lunges, reverse lunges, um, glute bridges, uh, you know, walking lunges, you know, leg machine, leg curl, leg extension, whole nine yards, right? And I said, okay, well, what do you do specifically? And they said, well, you know, I go and squat 95 pounds uh, for three sets of 12. I said, okay, how, how long have you done that for? They said, oh, a couple months. And right then and there, um, you know, the flag raised in my mind and it was apparent to me that that person was just doing the same thing over and over and over again. And they didn't have any progressive overload built into their training. Um, So that person obviously hit a plateau because they weren't changing their workout program. And an easy way to combat that is to write a journal, right? It doesn't have to be a pen and paper. You can use your phone. There's multiple apps out there that allow you to track your workouts, you know, track What exercise you did with what weight for how many reps and how many sets Um, and by doing that you can see that there is variance in your workout programs and you're not doing the same thing over and over again so if you find yourself doing the same thing over and over again and you're keeping a journal you're going to quickly realize that you're writing the same thing time and time and time and time again and it's gonna be very apparent to you in that moment that your training program has become stagnant And even more so than that, it gives you uh, a starting point for all your workouts. If you're going in there blindly and kind of just picking random machines, you don't really necessarily know how strong you are and how much weight you should be doing because you're just guessing and you don't necessarily remember how much weight you did on the chest press last week and you're guessing. Um, So having a training journal, whether it be physical, whether it be on your phone, can help you make progress in terms of. Varying your workout programs and also help you make progress in terms of keeping tracks of the weight that you use So that the next time you go and do that exercise, you know where to start so keeping a journal super important uh, And it's going to be a good look into when it's time to make a change in your workout program So tip number two keep a journal nice and simple doesn't have to be anything crazy and tip number three So tip number one and tip number two are good. you got that you got that down pat tip number three is RPE and RPE stands for rating of perceived exertion and the rating of perceived exertion scale is a 1 to 10 scale and it's pretty much how tired are you so when I'm working with clients and they're doing a workout I usually ask them how tired are you on a scale from 1 to 10 One, you're sitting on the couch watching Netflix 10 you're running for your life and I think that's a pretty, pretty easy way for people to uh, relate to that and to know um, just about on that scale where they fall and knowing your rpe for every exercise that you do can tell you if an exercise has gotten too easy for you or you are going too far down the deep end and an exercise is too hard for you right so let's say you're doing a squat and you're shooting for three sets of 10 with just the bar the bar is 45 pounds if it's a freeway bar it's 45 pounds Uh, and you do your first set of 10, you say rpe on a scale of one to ten how did that feel um, and you should be shooting for like a anywhere from like a six to an eight is a really good spot to be in in terms of it is not too easy but it's not too hard you know if you're anywhere from a one to a four you're not breaking a sweat you can do it all day that exercise that it's a one to a four is not necessarily I wouldn't say not worth doing because you can do that every once in a while but it's not going to help you make progress in the long run it's too easy for you your body has adapted um, to that exercise that is a RP one to four uh, or one to five, even um, your body's already adapted to that, whatever that is, and it's going to be hard for you to make progress going forward. So, being anywhere from a six to an eight is a really good spot to be in in terms of difficulty. It is difficult enough in order to um, push your body to adapt to it, but not too difficult, not a nine or a 10. If you're at a nine or a 10, you're putting yourself at risk of injuring yourself. Um, You know so a six to an eight is a really good place to be at so if you go through and you add this to your journal as well you can keep track of how these things are progressing right so let's say you do uh three sets of ten for a squat and you start with a 45 pound bell barbell no weights on it um and week one you go in there and you say all right set number two was an rp of six set number or set number one was an rp of six set number two was an rp of seven Set number three was an RPE of eight, right? As you progress further, the obviously your body's fatiguing and the RPE gets a little harder and harder every single time. Now, next week you go into it and you've got your training journal. You said, all right, I did this weight. It was an RPE of six, seven, and eight for the three sets. Now you can go in and do the same thing. You're still doing your three sets of 10 with the 45 pound bar, but you go to set number one, it's like RPE of six, same thing, but set number two, RP of six again. It didn't get much harder. Set number three, RP of seven. And eventually you keep doing that down and down the line. And maybe a few weeks later on, you go and you do your first set. And you're like, this is an RP of four. And you finally have progressed through that. And now you know that that exercise is now too simple for you. And it's going to be harder for you to make gains and make progress using that weight or that rep, or reps and set method. So, um, knowing when an exercise gets too easy for you is going to be super important in order to help you determine when it's time to progress, right? So if you're in a RP of six to eight, that's a good place to be at. If you're lower than that, it's time to make that exercise a little more difficult in order for you to continue to make progress. It's time to change. Um, and if you're an RP nine or 10, you maybe overshot it a little bit. You can kind of draw back a little bit on that. Um, so RPE super important, write it down in your journal. It's going to help you determine when it's time to change up a workout. So now that those three are out of the way, plateau, red flag, number one, to make a change, keep a journal allows you to see the variance in your workouts and RPE allows you to see how hard your workouts are. Uh, Now that you've got all those three things in mind and you're using them and you're practicing those, uh, now you can determine when it's time to make a change. Once you determine once it's time to make that change, you've got a few options on what to change. Um, You can add resistance. You can add a weight to a workout. That'll make it more difficult. Um, You can add sets, you can add reps or you can decrease uh, rest time between sets. Right. Um, And all those will, make a workout program harder. And depending on which one you want to choose to change at one time, uh, you know, you can pick that depending on your circumstances, right? If you're at a gym, you've got unlimited weights for the most part and you've got easy weight stacks on machines. It's easy for you to add resistance, but a lot of you guys are at home right now, right? Um, And I'm sure there's parts of the country that are opening up and the gyms are opening up, but especially if you're in in New York State, uh, we've got at least a few more weeks to go Um, until things start to open up again so maybe you have run out of weights that you can use at your house so maybe you have to manipulate the reps and the sets instead of adding more weight because you don't have more more weight to add right Um, and if you find yourself you don't have any more weight to add and you are already doing really high reps and high sets maybe it's time to decrease rest time between your sets right so those are some different ways that you can start to progress through your Um, workouts and make them a little more difficult if you find them to be too easy uh, if you find that it is time to make a change those are some options that you can do in order to make that change if if you need help making that change reach out to somebody um, somebody who has a good grasp on what progressive overload is and they can hopefully help you out um, in making that proper change for you in order to help you continue to progress right so those are tips one through four look out for plateaus keep a journal RPE and change either weight reps sets or decrease rest time in order to continue to progress to your fitness journeys tips 5 and 6 will be on the website on the accompanying article on Wednesday on mtefit.com so uh, nice and easy this is something you can implement right now if you feel like you're stagnant if you feel like you stop making progress you're at home working out take these tips into consideration put it into your own workout programs and keep on truck and keep on moving so that wraps up that part Q&A, we've got three questions. Let's get right into them. I'm gonna grab my handy-dandy notebook. Question number one, should I do cardio before or after weights? Totally depends, and there's two different camps, right? If you're a person who really cherishes the weightlifting portion of your exercise, right, um, you know, especially if you're a strength athlete, then it's possible that if you do cardio before the weightlifting portion, that it can affect the quality of the weights that you're lifting, right? So maybe if you're running, at the start of your workout program, you don't deadlift as much as you usually do, and it's affecting the weightlifting portion of, uh, of your workout. So you might want to move cardio to the end. But if you're a person who is pushing cardio off to the end, and sometimes by having it at the end, you end up skipping it altogether, then you might want to move it back to the front. Um, you know, and if you just if you skip cardio one or two times a month, uh not a big deal. But if you find yourself skipping cardio more times than you do cardio, then you might have to put it in the front. So you prioritize it and you get it out of the way and then you can do your weightlifting stuff. So, totally dependent on you. Um, you know, If it's gonna affect the way you lift weights, move it to the end. If you're skipping it more often than not, move it to the beginning. Uh, question number two, thoughts on the ketogenic diet. Now, uh, ketogenic diet is pretty much a high protein, low carb diet, and some people um, do it to different extents, right? Some people will do it to the point where they're actually in the state of ketosis, or some people will just use it um, as a high protein, low carb diet. And I think that, so the main thing to think about with the keto diet is, um, if the way you were eating prior to starting the keto diet is kind of similar to keto or in the same vein as keto, I think you can uh, make really great progress doing it if keto puts you in a caloric deficit. But if you're a person who really loves carbs and your diet is very carb driven, I think keto is too much of a change for you to do something in the long term and to sustain it um, and to continue to make progress i think you know the one thing that gives me pause in the fitness industry is when somebody is um you know when somebody wants to change their lives overnight in the name of fitness and i applaud those people and you know i can't be any happier for the fact that they made that decision for themselves but when people try to change too much too quickly um i've seen you know i've been around too many people and i've been around um, too many clients who have tried to change too quickly, and it's very hard for them to keep that change up in the long run, right? So, the more change you try to make in a smaller time frame, it is very much so harder for you to um, maintain that change over a long period of time. So, um, if keto is too different from the way you eat right now, it's going to be very hard for you to make progress on keto. But if keto is similar to the way similar to the way that you eat right now, uh, and it puts you in a caloric deficit, you can absolutely make great progress with it um but it's totally dependent on uh how much of a change keto will be to your lifestyle and last but not least should i bulk or should i cut first so bulk gain muscle cut lose weight um once again the answer to the majority of these questions are going to be it depends and same thing here it depends it depends on what you want to put your emphasis on um you know it's april now june is around the corner july is around the corner whether or not we'll able we're able to do anything with the whole coronavirus thing happening everything might be shut down so you know summer 2020 might be canceled but if as we're going into the summer seasons um you know people are going to be in their bathing suits a lot it's going to be warm um you're not going to wear hoodies anymore right so do you want to emphasize maybe being uh maybe losing weight, but potentially uh, losing muscle in the process, or do you wanna emphasize gaining muscle, but potentially gaining um, some fat in the process? What is more important to you? And if you listen to episode five of the podcast about is it possible to lose weight and build muscle at the same time, you can absolutely do that um, depending on your circumstances, right? And I will say that it takes probably longer, the process is longer, but the results might be better. Um, it depends if you have the patience to um, to wait a long time for those process for that process to happen. So, totally depends on what you emphasize. Um, there's pros and cons to each one. They're both a process. They're well, all three of them are a process. If you want to cut first, if you want to bulk first, if you want to try to do both at the same time, all three of them are process. They all take time. Uh, there's pros and cons to all of them. So it all depends on uh, what you emphasize, what you deem to be the most important thing in that moment. Um, and that should be the one that you do first and that's always something that you can talk out with somebody you can talk out with me right i'm, I'm an open book you can uh slide in my dms on instagram i'd be happy to talk to you guys send me an email made to excelfitnessgmailcom at gmail.com but that wraps up today's show um you know don't get too stuck in your ways when it comes to working out Make a change every once in a while that was tips one through four in this podcast tips five and six will be on the website mtfit.com with the accompanying article uh hopefully you guys enjoyed the show if you enjoyed the show hit the subscribe button leave a review leave a comment share the episode i appreciate you all uh q a questions keep them coming slide my dms on instagram at MTEFit. send me an email made 2 excel at gmail.com that is it for me this week folks Hopefully you guys are out there killing it, Uh, staying, uh, staying healthy and safe. I'll see you guys in the next one, peace.